basic gray, paved the way, chase the rain, release the pain, lease you sane, getting paid, trend setting, brighter day, dope rap, night is set, high and deadly, I'm a brighter jet, Jeremy What's good, everyone? Major League Pod. Two weeks, we are back covering everything that we need to know about in MLW, specifically going to talk about the Burning Crush. I'm Rob Camber, host of the MLW Confusion podcast and big in Belgium for some odd reason. With me, as always, is the Nephilim of the National Wrestling Alliance, Muffins Martinez. How are you doing today, Muffins? Hey, man. It's, what, the third week in February and spring training baseball is about to start, so I am happy as hell, brother. I am happy... You know, one one uh, one season falls and the next yes. one rises. We just had the Super Bowl. Now it's time to get ready for baseball. Yes, another 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 ball. I don't really watch, but whatever. Oh, uh, people dude, are excited. Come so on, we're man, good. you kidding? I, I own a, I own a St. Louis Cardinals T-shirt. Uh, I, I quasi pay attention. I used to go to minor league games oh. when I was younger before I got married. <laughs> oh. You still gotta go, bro. Okay, hey, baseball is it's America's pastime. There we go. But as I said, so we could talk baseball. Like, except I wouldn't know what I was talking about. Though we could argue, I don't know what I'm talking about when we talk wrestling either. But <laughs> MLW Burning Crush was this past weekend. Uh, you know, the the second of the big, well, the big YouTube B in sports shows. A lot of stuff going on, comparatively speaking, for this one. I did. Like we'll probably talk about give it our overall review at the end, but definitely felt this one flowed a lot better than Reload did last month. So uh let's jump into it, I guess. Uh they started out really hot uh with with an Alex Kane promo where it looked like he was going to uh, step away from for a bit, whether it's step away from MLW or just wrestling in general, looking uh, you know, looking towards his future, what he's supposed to do next. Uh Mr. Thomas did talk him out of that now where we're looking at day one is h uh however the real news to come out of this is uh the impending debut and the interruption of said promo from the former flop dollar aj francis yes uh he is he is set his sights on alex kane and evidently he has uh, aligned himself with wtf what do you think about this move muffins man aj francis came out of nowhere I, I, I remember, I mean, he, you know, he was totally uh, with the hit, the hit road there for a while. Then he got released and then three months passed by and he just popped out of nowhere in, the, in like the middle or end of December. And now that goes, that goes everywhere. Impact Wrestling, he's there, he's everywhere in the Indies. And now he popped out here in MLW out of nowhere, challenging our champion there or ex-champion Kane. I mean, this is another uh, Matt Cardona move. <laughs> you know, hopefully comes in for a couple of months, you know, has a couple of matches. Other base Kane, you know, brings some eyes to MLW, but I'm definitely looking forward to whenever this match is going to happen. I don't think it's happening anything in February, right? I don't believe. I don't think so. Uh, he, I, if he, if it is if it is the earliest is probably going to be at whatever the February YouTube show is because I know at Intimidation Games Kane yes. has got Bobby Fish. Okay, so hopefully he might show up there and start something with Kane for the first you know the the, the first show of in March will be whatever they call it for the YouTube show being sports. So or they'll wait till the end of March for. 
the uh, the show in Florida and do something there. So we'll see what happens, man. But I'm I'm definitely looking forward to this. See, uh, this is mad to me. Like, I don't have, I personally don't have much use for a- AJ Francis. Like, I, I don't see the hype in him personally. Uh, but, but I will say this: I may not be high on him, but he is a completely inoffensive hire. That like, yeah. he doesn't do anything for me, but he also doesn't make me want. He doesn't make me angry. He does, you know, he doesn't make me want to say screw this and leave. Like, he's just okay, cool. I just get kind of annoyed because he over he, he has an overinflated self-worth and yeah, like sure. and sometimes and and sometimes i can't tell whether that's the character or that's him and i do believe it's probably a little bit of both put together uh because like when his during his promo he like had a checklist of things and i'm like well that's objectively not true that's objectively not true <laughs> that's objectively not true well, it's, it's but, another, but, it's but he's another, a heel too it's only an ex wwe person yeah, you know, that, that guy that got claimed to fame working in WWE, it's like Mustafa Ali, just like uh, uh the old uh Dolph Ziggler, like that. But again, if he's healing it up and being part of the WPF, it fits. So, but, um, so it's a WWE guy that where people are interested in, and now he's taking advantage of the fame that he got, his 15 minutes of fame, and. He's gonna try to hit every independent company there is and, and make that money. So. Oh yeah, you gotta respect the hustle. Yeah. My big question is overall, like, like I, I assume like his feud with Kane will be serviceable, but again, he's allied himself with the World Titan Federation. Already, how do you yeah. think he? How do you think he fits into that specifically? I don't know. It's it's just weird that everybody that comes in now becomes a member of the WTF, like out of just like that. Like they could have waited to do it right on the actual show. It would be more serviceable to me. Like I was like, "Oh shit, he aligned himself with that moron, uh, Saint Laurent." But you know, it's just sometimes it just makes no sense that everybody that comes in is automatically a WTF guy. Yeah. Well, and I don't know if he fits the styling of a WTF kind of like a guy either, because a lot of the WTF guys are work very tongue in cheek. Yeah. For the most part, like Tom Lawler is willing to do a whole bunch of stupid stuff. You know, to, to forward it, Matt Cardona obviously was it put, gave it his everything. Uh, you know, Josh Bishop, in what little like mic time they've given him, yeah. has shown that he's willing to goof it up too. We haven't seen a whole lot of bulldog in it, but yeah, I'm surprised we didn't see Bishop in this show. Yeah, I kinda, like we didn't we didn't get much of that either. So yeah, like to me, surprised. so if, like for me, like I don't know, like France, like Francis doesn't come off as goofy enough to go along with the WTF folk to begin with um i i i, I uh, chef didn't didn't get to hop in on this but like he he is very pro francis oh. and i i agree with him in that he either a should he should just come in and be like the star that he acts like he is be you know all eyes on him or b come up with his uh, come up with a group of his own because lord knows there's enough indie talent that you can bring in for you know a handful a handful of months especially if he's going to take shots at omaye specifically yeah Maybe that but, will happen. Maybe maybe it's just a ruse to come in with WTF and start dismantling them from the inside. Who knows? Yeah. Ah, we will see. As I said, this this is his first appearance. We will we will. Who knows how long he's going to be here? We will see. Uh, hopefully, uh, he'll have a better win loss record than his the rest of his stablemates. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, yeah, that's horrible. Yeah. That that that's kind of abysmal. Um, yeah. 
But speaking of win loss records, uh, got got our first match of the evening. Yes. Uh, Wasted Youth, who yes. just who's been on fire. Except this is not our uh, Dylan McKay, uh, Marcus Mathers duo. It's actually Austin Luke and Marcus Mathers this time around, um, teaming up oh, with. Hold up. What happened to the other guy? I don't, I'm not sure. I thought it was going to be McKay and Mathers because they've been the they've been the standard duo. Yeah. Um, and but thought, yeah, but I, do, whatever. I never noticed. I thought it was the same two guys. No, no. This time it's Austin Luke, and they actually put it over on commentary when they were when they were coming to the ring that they noted that Austin Luke and Mathers had been a, opponents in MLW previously because they were part yes. of that triple threat match. Um, but tonight they're working together, and <laughs> and you know, get the hat out uh austin luke it has been a peripheral member of wasted youth in the past he's just not been a main part of like that tag team as well okay. there's there's a fourth individual as well whose name escapes me because i uh, they're they're uh, half a blind spot in my uh res wrestling existence like I've always, i'm only really familiar as uh, with them as the tag team of mckay and mathers or mathers flying solo uh, oh, but yeah, okay. uh, Luke does have history with them, a positive history. They didn't just slap rivals together and call it good. Wow, uh, okay. There's yeah. something new every day. I thought it was the same two guys. I didn't know <laughs> You didn't even notice that the, their tights were different? They usually, they usually color coordinate. Yes, the clothes okay. were different, yes. But I, I could have served with the same two guys. I didn't know it was a different guy. I was like, oh shit, now I got to go back and watch it again just to see. But yeah, I mean, they they worked well together. Obviously, they've worked in the past. Yeah, so they, you yeah. know, there's uh, some acknowledge. There's uh, some cohesion there, and they end up teaming up with uh, Nolo Kitano, who also has history with our Ne'er Do Well faction, which they really need a name at this point. Yeah. Uh, Tony Deppin, uh, Griffin McCoy, and the Silver Sniper T.J. Crawford. Yes. Uh, what did you think of this match? Dude, you know when I see those guys, the youth movement, and I see wasted youth before they got to see Kitano. And then the three other guys that you mentioned, they definitely need a name because they are stable. Yeah. When I see stuff like this, I get excited because it's the beginning of the show. They're going to give you all that energy. They're going to get you all hyped up. And it's a car crash. And I love car crashes in the ring. You see everybody flying by. You get that spot where everybody does their maneuvers, their finishing maneuvers, like, you know, back and forth. I thought, again, the good guys were going to win. And out of nowhere... The, the the heels get the win. Hey, I'm thinking to myself, how the hell does Wasted Youth keep winning their tag team matches? They're supposed to be the number one contenders, but WTF is getting the tag team title coming up in intimidation games. Like, when are these guys going to get their shot at a title? You know, yeah, so. I gotta say, touching base on that one, yeah, the, I I bring that up too, is that they officially won a number one contendership match like Supposedly, a couple of months and ago. They've been winning ever and, since. And, yeah, and but somehow. Uh, yeah, WTF is getting has gotten one shot for sure, and allegedly maybe getting another shot here in the future due yes, to uh, some wranglings. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Cozy Max has kind of jumped in line as well, at least uh, at least unofficially. Yes. Uh, you know, spoiler uh, spoiler alert: Manders and Matthew Justice have basically laid down a gauntlet of anywhere, anytime, Cozy Max, because you guys are cool. Let's yeah. do it. Uh, you guys love bread like we do. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, beer is liquid bread, so yeah, it, ma well, it makes sense. Uh, but yeah, like I, I think that's interesting. Is like 
Wasted Youth in two-on-two action is still undefeated, and like by, by pro- winning by winning a match with that stipulation, they are the number one contenders of the tag team championship, and we've gotten like, what, no follow up on it. Two months ago, three months ago. Yeah, is it's been a little bit, yeah. and, and and then two like. No offense intended to any of the comp- of the competitors of this match. They work very well together. This match was yes. very entertaining. I agree with your sentiment that this was a very fun match. And knowing who and knowing all the characters in this match, you know that you knew that was that was going to be the case. But I would like to start see. I, I would either like to see them have a blow off match, like officially, or just them just go their separate ways. Yeah. Because we we basically have had like two paper uh, two events in a row. Or, or, or at least mo- months, two months in a row, where we've had Wasted Youth plus Partner taking on Deppin, McCoy, yeah. and Crawford. And if we're not, yeah, if we're not going to get a blow off, I think we, I would like to see them just kind of split off yeah. and see Wasted right Youth. Right now, it's, it's, it's one on one right now. Yeah. And, but like, but yeah, the match itself was great. And the, everything else is just me, you know, just complaining for the sake of complaining. Well, right right now it's one-on-one, so I'm guessing they'll get the, the blow-off match at the Intimidation Games. Uh, um, for that taping. Tapings yeah. For the next. Then the, the real question, though the real question will be off that, is who will be the third uh, Who will be the third man? Because each, yeah. uh, each time they've had a different person. Different person. W- Maybe they'll them, bring so. the other guy from Waste Youth. And all there we go. Have, have a full, prop, full proper Wasted Youth. Yeah, they have the wasted you three members out of four against those guys again. I mean, I would love to see that. Not knowing that there was a different guy this time. So, hey, surprise me again. Hey, look at those three guys now. They all look the same. It's fine. Yeah, that's what, yeah, <laughs> I was the boy because they all look the same. So I figured, okay, look at the two same guys. Never noticed. I mean, like I said, they look like, like a, a mix between the Hardy Boys in either public enemy because of the hair you know or even the nasty boys <laughs> so i'll go with it uh but yeah it's good match uh also good match and multi-person match our next match was uh the featherweight exhibition yes. basically featuring the entire division as they put yeah, over in promos after cool, the fact yeah. uh but the notorious mimi taking on the federette zeta taking on delmi exo taking on uh tiara james yes. and i thought like this match was better than i thought it was going to be i yes I, I, considering yeah. how green most of the competitors were yes um i didn't have the be- most I, I expected it to be all right but it definitely was better than all right like it was yes. it was a very good solid match um with uh zeta pulling out the surprise win but for me the real surprise is is that they that one she didn't come out with saint laurent and two she come out with uh becca's boyfriend brett ryan goslin and i know i know they're boyfriend now yeah and it's like i i mean i knew they were bffs but like what <laughs> like but you know whatever um but yeah so it was uh, uh, and selena de la renta came out for commentary so she was a factor in everything too because her and specific her and specifically delmi have had spats and now of course with zeta wanting a shot at janai kai you know uh, her and saint laurent are getting into it as well um the one thing the one my one complaint and this isn't even about the match is selena was i felt way too vicious in her attacks on the division. Um, I am a big proponent. Like she put down everybody way too much. I felt to, to like the detriment of the division. And mostly because I feel this way, mostly because I am a big, big 
big proponent, get the words out, Rob, uh, <laughs> of uh, putting your opponents over. Um, because you want to beat the best. Because if you beat the best, you are better than the best. If you beat garbage, you didn't you beat garbage and you don't look better for it. And Selena really kind of like tried to like basically flat out call everybody in that ring garbage. And right now that's the featherweight, that's the entirety of the featherweight division. Yeah. It, and I get it. She and I get it. She's a heel, but yeah, there, there's, there's gotta be a, a point where you gotta do what you're supposed to do, but not bury the whole division. I mean, another match that I loved. Another you know, four way females. Whenever I see females wrestling on the show, I get excited because they get time. This match, they got time. Yeah, they were there doing their shit. I was very surprised in a good way with uh, Notorious Mimi. She looked really good. Tierra James looked really, really good. I think Demi uh, Expo spilled spent too much time with De La Renta. You know, whatever the hell is going on with them too, she like kind of focused more on that than on the match. And of course, Seda looks good. And like you said, she picked up the win. It definitely shows that she's going to get that momentum and get that title match. I don't think at the intimidation, but maybe at the following taping. But you know, all four females did their stuff. Everybody looked good. Tara James looked good. Mimi looked good. Sierra looked good. Now, unfortunately, this looks to us like Becca may not longer be her LMW the way that now Ryan Gossett has been now teamed with Sada, which actually they look good together too. Oh, they fit. The, the, they fit personality-wise. Yeah. I, I, so I, I don't have a problem with it, but I, I, I would have liked a little bit more of a I don't know, a little bit more backstory to get why, like, out of, out of like, they went shopping, shopping. once, and now, yeah. and now, and now they're coming out to the ring together. And I, yeah. that's... Now they're the, the, the Barbie and Ken of, you know, of MLW now. And, and then, but yet, uh, but BRG's still feuding with Love Doug, which now makes less sense if he's not going to be associated with Becca anymore. Yeah, exactly. But, but that's so, for later. And then whatever happened afterwards, after Seda won, we get Sanella Renta on the microphone and she goes off on all of those guys there. And I'm like, what the hell's going on now? So yeah. that was a little interesting building into something in the future. San Laurent comes out and all hell breaks loose after that. Yeah. So, uh, uh, the, I yeah, think the it was way. too much. Like, I would have loved the match to finish and then go to something else. The match finished. Sanella Renta got on the mic. It comes Tom around and then just and whatever happened after that happened, I'm like, oh good lord, man, like this is like too much. Yeah. Again, like, 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 like we had a good match, and then I felt like basically Selena just then kind of pooped all over it, which yeah, which is not the case. Like, actually, like this is probably one of the better booked uh multi-women matches they've had in MLW in a while. Yes. Um, and because they got everybody they had ample time and everybody got a shine. So like, yes. It, like yes, Zeta went over, but everybody got some moments in there, and it like Del and, 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 you know, and and they even had a good explanation why the most experienced and ar arguably the best competitor in the form of Delmi Exo didn't get the victory because she's yeah. spent too much time too much dealing time with, with Selena. Selena. Yeah, but that's what I appreciate about this match. They had time. Yeah, I want to I want to say it definitely went over ten minutes. So yeah. I was like, okay, finally, you know, ladies are getting their shine. They're doing this shit. Everybody looks good. There was any botches. Nothing looked weird. Uh, it looked perfect. It was just a perfect mix of all four of them. And, and 
they jumped. And like I said, Notorious Mimi looked good. James looked good. So hopefully, you know, they'll keep using Mimi more, going to future James more. But they, they need to start breaking that whole thing up. Like, bring somebody fresh. You know, there's so many females out there. You know, bring somebody in, put somebody yeah. in the mix, get some different matches on. Because right yeah. now, it's seeing females wrestling each other every show. Yeah, and especially because there really isn't like a steady female feud right now. Basically, all the all the featherweight feuds are basically versus Selena, and then by yeah. Prox, and then like we want a title shot, but Janai Tai doesn't really interact with anybody. Like she's off in La La Land, and so it's just Selena, who no one is like allowed to actually touch for whatever reason. It seems like, um, but hey, yeah, she's the princess, she's the boss, hey, and nobody may be touching her. Don't mess with her. Yeah. Impresaria. Um, but yeah, so moving on from that, uh, next match is the uh, National Openweight Championship match. The debuting Jake Crist taking on Ricky Shane Page with members of the calling. What did you think, Muffins? It was a good match. I, I was more surprised that it was a good match. I'm still trying to figure out how a debuting person gets a title match right on the first show. So I'm still kind of boggled about that one, but Hey, it is what it is. Jake Chris looked good right from the beginning. Move at the move at the move at the move at the move. Like you mentioned, I didn't get enough time to kind of get out the first gear yeah. before Camp Big Cannonball and Semi Cannon came in, and then Akira came in, and then Raven. He was, yeah, at least we finally get Raven back to back show, so that's good. So at least. He's committed to being there. They maybe get a little more money. Okay, do we need you here? Like every every show, we need you. So he was there. So, but I, I'm so I, I don't know where the hell this thing is going. Like, like I don't know where this is going to. Like I don't really don't understand. Now we have a match between Akira and Jay Chris against uh, RSP and um, what, a Cannonball uh, and Callahan. Callahan, I'm sorry, Sammy. Yeah, Sammy. And I'm pretty sure we know where this is going to get. I mean, we don't have to be bookers to see where this is going, where maybe Jake Chris turns on Akira, you know, because he is part of family with Callahan, you know, for uh, OVE, in Ohio, Ohio, what the hell, um, Ohio, Ohio versus everything for versus everyone. Everything. Or, yeah. So, I mean, you can see the writing on the wall. Hopefully it doesn't happen, but you got to see the ink already going that way. So, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, does uh, Muffins and I talked about this match before? Uh, before we started recording, and I basically said this match was raw and needed some time to cook. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. Like, in ring, there was nothing wrong with it. It just was too short before all the shenanigans cut it short. Um, I will note that Jake Chris wrestled like a guy who was fighting for his job. Like, he yes. just came, he came in like a ball of fire. Like, he's a star you will um with, with all the high flying maneuvers showing why like like the last couple of years why he's been kind of like one of the more underrated wrestlers on in on the independent circuit despite like having having a career renaissance despite despite being 20 years into yeah. the business like he, this is like year 21 uh, like like 19 or 21 i can't remember which okay, um, you, you interviewed him before a couple of yes, months ago yeah show. yeah he, friend of the show yeah, and, you, uh, and he had mentioned that you know uh different uh eating habits no yeah. more alcohol yeah. and stuff like yeah, that. He, so he got clean like looks. he, he, he like it, it got heavy i didn't expect any of that not gonna lie yeah. uh because like i usually run a light and fluffy interview 
thing with no curveballs or anything. But yeah, we 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 cover like I did want to cover the the body transformation because that was a big deal too. But yes, but he got clean and sober uh, over the uh, post pandemic, and then he ended up dropping like nearly six like let me head math a bit like forty to sixty pounds somewhere in there. As wow, well. really? That much? Yeah, like he like wow. he 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 said uh, he weighed more than I did or more than I do. Because I still weigh the same, um, but the different the difference. I, I don't know that much. Yeah, he 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 was pushing like two forty, and now he's down to like one eighty. So it's like sixty wow. pounds. Like yeah, so he was like yeah, so he weighed as much as I did, except that I except I, except I have like five inches on it. So it looks. Unfortunately, I wish I was two forty. My God, I'd be happy right now if I was two forty. Yeah, my my saving grace is that that I'm like five inches taller than him. So like I I so what you're five eight carry it better. Air quotes. You're five eight, five nine. I'm six three. Six what? I am six three. He's about you're he's six five eight. Three? Yeah. Dude, every time I see you, I could have swore you were like like five nine, five ten. Well, you, you never see me. You were six three. You, you you very rarely see me standing up. You actually told them because I'm six feet. Yeah, and so like, like so when oh, I take wow. some of those wrestler photos, like it's kind of weird because a lot of the indie guys are sh are shorter than me, Short, yes. and though like I'll have to I'll have to dig it. Like if if I was smart and did like prep work for this stuff, like I'd show you a picture of me and Drago. <laughs> I have a picture with Drago, and there there is like like a big oh he, he only comes up to like like, like my, my like close to my shoulders. Dude, I didn't know you were six three. Look at that. Today I'm learning shit about uh, my coke partner here for the last almost a year and i'm i'm learning that he's six three well Lord. again in in your defense side uh, you know, sidetrack everything yeah you you usually only see me via window where i'm sitting down and there's not a good frame of reference frame of reference of how you know how tall and, everything is in here sitting down we're the same height sitting down yeah so. well it's, the old wrestling ad it's everybody's the, everybody's the same size lying down uh but yeah so you know oh. sneaky sneaky big so that's that's why. That's why you know, you don't see too many pictures of me standing up. Yeah, and... but I was gonna say to to our listeners, anybody who wants to listen to that interview with uh, Jake Christ, you can listen to the MLB Confusion. Look it up there. It, it was a good real interview, like you said, very personal there for a while. Yeah, so. yeah. I got, I got we got deep and deeper than I usually intend for my podcasts. But that that was, I will say that that was all him. Like I, I wanted to talk gym selfies, and he just threw it all out on the table for us. And, and, and I'll be honest, and I'll probably get flagged for this, but I do miss his brother though. Yeah. Well, you know, you can appreciate. I'll put it like the a lot of things that where people have done bad things. Yeah. You can appreciate the body of work. And still condemn the person, yes. like, uh, you know. Especially uh, and, and like I'll throw Chris Benoit out there. Nobody, nobody wants to praise Chris Benoit now, but he's you know he's he's gone. He is yeah. not. Yeah. Yes, he did bad things. He's yeah. but he's not hurting anyone anymore. You know, we can appreciate the things he's done. Do I? If he came back from the dead, would I want to see him have another match? No, oh, no. I would want him to go away. Exactly. But. I, I am willing to watch things back then and yes. it doesn't well okay sometimes it kind of gives me some cognitive dissonance because sometimes I'm like oh that that was not like anytime I seem to like take a headshot or or sometimes commentary I'm like oh no that's a little too on the nose um you know so I mean that's kind of how I feel about a lot of I mean again now we're getting real how I feel about some of the canceled wrestlers like do I want yeah. to see them now no I don't want them to come back but 
does that mean I'm not going to watch Pro Wrestling Gorilla from 2016? Yep, yep. No, uh, you know I still watch like I'll out myself. I still watch Chikara, and turns out that was a festering cesspool behind the scenes. But I, uh, you know, for a while it was some of the best independent wrestling in the United States at the time. But yep. anywho, we, we've gotten way anywho. off track. But but yeah. So but what, yeah. what was the what was the first the fourth match? Uh, count that. Do 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 do. Uh, the next match, uh, the match after uh, Jake and RSP was uh, Matthew Justice taking on Filthy Tom Lawler. Um, so we got some WTF action finally, or well, I guess we did with Zeta too. But on the men's side, we have some WTF action where he he or uh, Saint Laurent actually bothered to come out. Yes. Um, and we have the never-ending feud between Second Gear Crew and the WTF as well. Well, I, I was happy that you know WTF finally won a damn match. Yeah, uh, this is a win streak. That all up until this match, it was a win streak. It was two uh, two in a row because man, uh, the one called Manders got his oh, ass yeah, thoroughly right. handed to him by the baby bulldog. Yes. Yes. Uh, so so at, at 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 this point again, you know, it, pretending Zeta didn't isn't involved in WTF since saint laurent didn't come out with her uh you know the, the on the so actually there are three in a row three in a row for this um for this yeah, match yeah 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 right there boy Woo. yeah and like you know i thought i thought the match was fun it was yes. a little bit it was a bit of, of a throwback uh which i i'm glad because like despite selena's involvement like we didn't have someone really running interference proper in a match like old school memphis style and so we finally got that level of shenanigans with saint laurent Grab, uh, taking a hold of uh, yeah. Justice a handful of times, um, and you know it's, it's it's like I have to be really grumpy to say anything negative about Filthy Tom Lawler, and I'm not really grumpy today. So, <laughs> but well, I, I love Filthy Tom, match, and I'm I'm happy yeah. that he finally won a match. Yeah, said, wow, and, he won. And, yeah, and we and, and this is something we've complained about ad nauseum is that you know they have this great pedigree in terms of talent within WTF and like we can you know we can poop on like how we nobody likes Mr. Saint Laurent you know all day long but the talent in WTF is yeah. top tier uh given that they've had you know again saying it again with with uh, Matt Cardona Tom Muller who's a former MLW champion uh David Boy Smith Jr who's uh, who's uh, who's an Opera Cup winner well two-time Opera Cup winner uh the tag team champion who's got a strong MLW pedigree not counting his worldwide cred etc so like they're you know Richard Holiday top you know former Caribbean and tag team champion in his yeah, own right Hammerstone for one month yeah we had, we had Hammerstone in there he obviously he was the world champion so like they've had top tier talent in there it was a shame that their win loss record overall net doesn't seem to take it which I will also note like like and then when they do win it seems to be matches that they don't really have any stakes to them either so now, like are they getting a tag team match at intimidation games right I believe so now do you think they'll finally win the tag team belts I don't know uh I it wouldn't surprise me I I'm more curious to see like which uh which members of WTF take the match because each time they've had like dealt with uh second year crew they've had a different combination with them yeah, I remember they have Bishop and Lawler yeah Bishop and Lawler and this um, one was uh Holiday and um yeah David uh, Smith yeah and so I'm kind of curious to see how that goes um but personally well, think, for me like I think it's time to be honest with you so 
Yeah, and I mean, especially since there isn't much of a tag team division right now, yeah. like we might as well hot potato the belts a little bit. Um, especially if we're if we are really if they're really serious about looking at Cozy Max as a tag team, and then of course we have Wasted Youth sitting on their number one contendership. Like I, I feel there there's probably more money on the table with the heels get, having the belt for those two matches. Um, but personally, for me, like the biggest surprise of this match is evidently there are two one called Manders. Evidently, there's a one called Manders and a two called Manders because. He was he was in Philadelphia and Bluegrass, Iowa last Saturday. And so now I am just gonna have to have like all the major temper tantrums because now there are just two cowboy menaces running around the, the United States. Like I don't even know what, what how to handle this situation, man. Hey, sometimes you know you could be at two places at one time. So <laughs> evidently. He was defending his Iowa championship in SCW Pro and then helping out his boy Matthew Justice in Philadelphia for Burning Crush. Um, yeah. See, so nothing, is, is, nothing is real anymore. Yeah, and this is where I hate those taped shows come into play when you see the wrestler. Well, hold on. How the hell are you here and you wrestling somewhere else at the same time? Hmm. Something fishy going on here. They're all Rick Rude. Yes. Rick Rude's also yes. back, uh, back from the dead for like a third time. Yes. Hey. That's not what it is. That's where we go. Yes. Uh, speaking of things are how we're doing and people coming back, somewhere in the process, I was going to bring it up uh, after the uh, Jake Christ, Ricky Shane Page match, yeah. uh, but I think this is where it came in otherwise. I don't know. I didn't write my notes in that kind of order. Uh, but Cesar Duran met with Court Bauer, and yes. Cesar is once again the official matchmaker for MLW, and then they officially on screen properly acknowledge the return of Azteca Lucha, despite yes. advertising the show for like the last two months. Um, but yeah, and so, and then to go along with it, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Okay, I was gonna say, and then they also further announced that his uh, the uh, he's bringing in three luchadores for uh, for this as well uh mystico is making his return which i mean we we kind of knew that because he is taking on rocky romero for the middleweight championship yeah. uh they're bringing in atlantis but i'm not sure if they're bringing in father or son they just said I'm, atlantis. I'm hopeful, so i'm hope i think the father's already retired so i'm hoping it's that's, the son. that that's my that's my assumption because like i mean it's cool to see the legends but if you're going to hype someone up for a match you, you well, i also want someone who can go well, I don't. I don't want to see his father who's in the mid sixties do any flying around. So I'm praying to God that is the son. <laughs> and and again, if I was planning, I, I I don't have it in arm's reach. I should have like broke out my Atlantis match because uh, mask because that was my lucha mask du jour of twenty 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 three. But we, we've talked about enough about me this here night. Okay. Uh, and then last but not least, uh, and I always butcher the name and I didn't write it out full hand. Uh, Barbaro Cavanario. Yes, that, yeah. That, that, I, I, I always I butcher it to begin with if I don't write it out full, and I didn't write it out full. I just wrote Cavanario, and he yeah. is making his return for MLW, yeah. which I'm interested and, because he came, he was originally part of Selena's crew. Yes, that's what. Yeah, well, and, he and was, now now he, I guess when he talks, yeah, now he's a uh, part of El Jefe's troop of folks. And, and it's funny how Kurt Bauer and him became to the agreement was because of Are you going to bring Mystico? He goes, Yes. Okay, then you could be the the, the matchmaker going forward. You know, all by just a name drop, he became the matchmaker back for uh, LMW. But yes, I I love what they're doing with CMLL. I mean, CMLL looks like it's like the I was I was saying this on Twitter. 
must be the favorite of the month because every company now is, is using CMML going forward. Now, my thing is this, dude, I, I'm all for bringing on those guys. I'm bringing them all. But what happened? Where are the females at? That's what I want to know. Start bringing some damn females up here and have them go against your, you know, your roster, especially against Janai Kai. If, you know, bring Stephanie back her, bring Catalina, you know, some of these females that are busting their asses over there, bring them over here. You know, it's only fair. We only seeing guys and guys and guys. So we start bringing some females in, man. That's what I want to see. Right. Uh, but I, I'm I'm curious to see how uh, going the full lucha goes. I know I know it does seem to be a I reading things online. It does seem to be kind of a mixed bag on things uh, because people either a people are like yes we need more lucha in America which I agree we always need more lucha in America but people other people are like especially with uh, Cesar Duran being the former Dario Cueto they definitely tend to look at things as a third rate lucha underground which yes. I. We'll see how the thing branded as Tekalucha is, but like, you know, it's like you bring in Cesar Duran, who the only thing he's done wrestling is basically be this kind of character in Lucha Underground and now MLW, and people are going to make that association whether they try to move away from that or not. Well, you know, and, and they're not wrong. It is, you know, Cesar Duran, they were part of, you know, and people forget that this guy is not a wrestling guy. This guy's an actual actor that they brought in for doing lucha on the ground then you know when they used to have the ray channel and once that folded up you know he came over to mlw as dario puerto or Cesar Duran, and then you know for for a while mlw was a lot of lucha and that's what kept them going for a while before kobe hit and then before and you know before everything started changing and then for for a couple for a year or maybe almost a year over a year you never saw not one mexican wrestler in, in any other shows yeah. and they were and they were heavy there for a while so i'm kind of like going back to that was making them separate from everybody else but of course you know you you have your guy uh tony khan with the big money mm -hmm. he wants to get anybody before anybody else gets them so you know elma dodi mentioned this guy's first and then two weeks before their big show, you see them wrestling and having a big feud with AEW guys, uh, the B, the B, the BBC. Uh, yeah. And now you're gonna have those guys go there to Mexico in March to have a big brawl between the BBC and, and and the the original guys from CMML. And we still can't get that one wrestler from MLW to go there, except for Rocky, and he's yeah. always there, anyways. Yeah. Um, I will say, like, the perk of this, it, though, is that if you didn't know who these guys were before and you don't follow MLW that much, I do feel like there is a good chance that, you know, yes, Tony may have stolen, you know, those Luchadores from CMLL, but obviously ML, uh, uh, AEW is a larger a larger product, a more popular product, and there is there is an opportunity for MLW indirectly then to leech off of that because like, hey, we're also bringing these guys in too. Like, sure, we could try to argue about who brought them in first, but hey, the important thing is we have them now. So yes. check out Intimidation Games, check out Azteca Lucha, ch check out Insert, you know, whatever show here that we are going to feature these luchadores on especially like when we, we are bringing in like some of the top tiers like a mystico who's oh, yeah. still got you know who's done 
magic to re rehabilitate his image post uh, post wwe and then his triple yes. a career to go yeah, along mystical, with that man. mystical mystical is like one of the biggest stars in mexico you know when he was there and then before he left it became Cara, and then he came back and then he couldn't use the name because somebody else had it and then when that person left he came back and got the mental back so now it's his again and i'm pretty sure he will never leave there again for the next 20 years so enjoy him now where he can still do those moves and his in his mid-30s and i'm gonna enjoy the match and i'm pretty sure and i'm hoping that he wins the title and takes the tool back to cmll yeah i have i have no qualms with that i although i'm still like kind of upset that ichiban didn't get the uh middleweight championship because i yeah, thought that was yes. that was i thought that was the logical prog progression of that storyline but what do i know I, I, I am just a i'm just a you know just a neck beard on the internet i am not a professional booker nor i am am i part of anybody's creative department the closest yeah. thing i am is people stealing my ideas when i say them out loud um but yeah so i uh, again lucha like i am a big fan of lucha and i am like whatever form it takes i am you know very happy it's coming to mlw that, that's should my we, final should statement we, should we connect this to them talking when cesar came out and then something came out yeah yeah uh and to go well and i kind of like i lumped everything kind of like together with it um but he had another confrontation with uh selena de la renta yeah. uh, this was this was going crazy this was like a about to go crazy there with all the words they were calling me i said oh hold up somebody about to get stabbed somebody yeah. about to get stabbed oh and they're making all sorts of like rando threats as well like oh i have footage of him crying like a baby and yes. then he's like well yeah you had your brutes beating me it wasn't because of you yeah and... you know, there's, I, there's, there's no such thing there's there's no video there's no video yeah right. i was waiting for a video to pop up on the screen there for a yeah, minute if you're gonna go to make those threats don't be holding out on us yeah, like... um the one thing I, I i really got out of like i was curious about like out of all of that is that at one point he walks up to selena and whispers into her ear and she knocks him the f down and i'm curious to see to well to hear what he said to her <laughs> if, whether it was you know something that is going to play out in a storyline or if he did just finally cross the line verbally um i'm hoping though it's a story like a storyline threat of like some sort of like blackmail-esque kind of thing yes. like i know you did x y and z um but then either way she got drug away by, uh, she, she made the match official for rocky romero for the for his belt so so that should be interesting and he looked kind of surprised shocked and pissed at the same time yeah but uh, but he was definitely glad he got under her skin in the process so yes you know, it, it was a mixture of all the emotions down, so yeah. she, she got she got her revenge back a little bit there and i'm pretty sure at the end they might come together as one and try to take over something you know just because i think they, they begin to figure out well i put you in jail for like two years you got me back for a year. We're both maniacal in our minds. I think we should put our brain powers together and, and take over everything. So that's what I'm still hoping happens. Well, uh, again, we'll, we'll kind of see, because again, we have this Azteca Lucha branding going on. So whether this once again is just going to be like a one-off or if this is something that's going to go on again because i mean originally that was the point of azteca lucha was going to be its own separate brand yeah. and then then the pandemic stuff hit and they yes. couldn't follow they couldn't follow through on it um 
So the last but, one is I'm petitioning this day for May, whenever the May show is, that you get a title match on mm -hmm. somebody's belt. I don't care who, but I'll, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna settle for being roving reporter Rob Cammer, um, and then you know if I have to do a sneaky pin on Manders if he still has the belt, I'll I'll just get hit him with a quick roll up because as long as it's on MLW ground, it counts for his title, right? That's yes, 24/7 um, rule. Yes. Or, or, my gonna, or, or, my, or my joke that I can go for the open weight championship because I am an open weight. I must start doing the, the, the I must start doing the hashtag Rob Camera title shot. Long hashtag, nonsensical hashtag. long nonsensical hashtag. The hashtags right camera deserves a shot. I'm gonna, start, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a following, man. I'm telling you. Rob Camera deserves a shot. I, I, I tried to I tried to get me an Iowa championship this weekend, but secure but security stopped me. And by security, oh. of course, I mean my wife. Oh uh, good for her. Which I don't know why, because she also says that when I win a title, she's gonna invoke the 24-7 rule and pin me. So Yeah, I'm kind of surprised you did stop you then. Yeah, that, that makes no sense. Unless yeah. she wants to win it first. I don't think she wants the Iowa championship. She okay. I think she thinks it's it's the Corn Boys title and it kind of is, but you know. Right. Manders is just keeping it warm until it comes home. Right. Um, but anyway, enough rattling on about that. Um so we got we got through our lucha spectacular stage rant. Uh the next match uh, also a cluster in more ways than one was the lumberjack and jill match love doug getting I a rematch against uh, uh, Br uh brett ryan goslin the notorious brg i loved it i loved it i love anything that love doug is and i i was very skeptical when he came in for the first time like who is this guy like why is this guy wearing feathers to the ring <laughs> and then he just over time just you know he won me over and I love anything that he's in because he's very entertaining and he gets his job. He knows and he understands what he needs to do. And I love this match of the Jack and Jill thing, you know, having everybody beating everybody up. So yeah. uh, was, it, I'm glad he, he got the win. He got the win, right? No, no. No, he didn't get Oh, that's right. He lost. Uh, yeah. He, yes. Yeah. Z yeah Zeta. I was, yes. Offered a distraction, and then he got he got the rope kick yes. low blow, and then yes. BRG stole Zeta's finish. Yes, uh, the I'm prettier, the Tomakazi, or for you plebes out there, the unprettier, uh, to get the victory. Yeah, that's right. Because last month we had that stupid love blind match, love that blindfold match, which I yeah. thought was more, which I actually thought was more entertaining. Really, uh, it wasn't a better match, but it was more entertaining because blindfold matches are never good. But both, but once again, both those gentlemen understood the assignments. Yeah, and you know, did what did what they needed to. Well, uh, this, that, was more, that, this was a more this was a more straightforward match. Yeah, I, I love this match better. That they actually got to wrestle. Yeah, I mean, it, objectively, it was a better match. I was just better entertained by yeah. the Blemish blindfold match. Yeah, um, forgot, yeah, he did win. Yeah, so now they're even one on one. Yep. So we get to see. Hopefully, one day he uh, love Doug will be somebody out with him. I, I, I'm, I'm curious to see again if we're going to talk about this being in threes and being a series and now that we're tied one-on-one -on -one, what what gimmick is match three going to have because each match so far between the two of them has had has had a gimmick are we going to get like a mixed mix tag is he going to get himself a girlfriend and uh going to have uh something to that'd counteract cool. Zeta? that'd be cool man i would love to see that oh i think i think that would be fitting uh do it oh, what, what, like, what type of match they'll call it like what 
I that that I don't know. Like you gotta go with some weird. Oh uh, 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 yeah, I have to come up with some puns after we're off the air. Yeah. And well, I'll but, be interested whenever this happens. If it does happen, you know, one on one, and they'll come with some weird name, and then they'll do like a mixed tag team, and oh, maybe he will bring that the the new girlfriend from Japan. Oh yeah, was, he uh, paid, you know, yeah, that like he was he wanted the date, and we still haven't seen the video from the date. <laughs> so. Elmo W got the ball on this. They had a date. It should have been taped, and it should have been should have got a cheesesteak. All the match or the show, little bits and pieces here and there. I would have loved that. So. Oh yeah, what's uh, one thing I, I I don't think MLW does? Another sidebar is that they don't do a whole lot of like we'll call it on location shtick. Like it is all, and I know you can try to argue like, oh, this is a sports based. They try to do the sports based stuff but you know if we're gonna have like wtf like i feel like we should have some like the old school 80s like again having so having folks on a date we should have gotten to see brg and zeta go shopping yes and i I actually think and if you play that right it could also help properly explain why they are now managing each other or coming to the ring with each other that would have made sense right there yes you know instead of just doing backstage instead of just doing like straight up backstage stuff Mm -hmm. like go go out and just film like and, and the, the that's the beauty of this day and age too is you don't even need like a full-on camera crew you can Dude, you, you, you can get a phone and yeah, you don't even have to bring a cameraman just have zeta with her phone and be like oh my god look what we found besties uh you know and brett brett hey look at blah, 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 and, you know yes exactly and, thank you thank you for saying that because this is the age of the cell phone you have the camera right there you don't need a camera crew but you have to pay per hour. You have your camera right there. You're on the phone 24 seven doing stupid shit anyways. And that would have been fun. Like right there, I agree with you hundred percent. But the, the date, because on the date and put some cheesy eighties love music on the background, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Don't uh, you forget about me, you know, <laughs> some shit like that. I would have been, that would have been awesome. But you know, like you said, they don't do stuff like that, but you got your phone, man. So half of these people, you know, they're always tweeting or, or doing live feeding, live whatever they call it nowadays, for like two seconds, a minute, saying something. They could have done that, bro. Exactly. Dude, like, you use your use social media to its advantage. You would have killed so many stones right there. It would have been awesome. The blessing and the curse of the age we live in in, the, in, in professional wrestling, where we have but access we to everything twenty four seven. Yeah, we're just fans. We don't know anything. So. Yeah. No, nope. Um, but yeah, so yeah, the l- lumberjack match is everything you'd want in a lumberjack and Jill match. You got you got yes. these classic of the faces just tossing the bad guys in the ring, making sure they don't leave. The heels are beating up the faces. Uh, Love Doug fell victim to a uh, Zeta distraction and all sort of good stuff for that. So this feud is not over yet either. Probably gonna get a match three out of the deal. We shall see. Speaking of things hey, again, happens, that, I'm down for it. I'm, hey. I'm down for it. I'm down for it. Uh, next match is our tag team Expectacular, uh, the debut of Cozy Max taking on the uh, WTF faction. In this form, it's Davey Boy Smith Jr. and uh, Richard oh. Holiday. And I was kind of surprised how long this match didn't go. Um, I mean, it went long enough, but just considering the players involved, I kind of expected a little bit more out of it. Um, but there's a fine match no 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 complaints and of course like i i'm happy as long as i get to see richard holiday who is going to be winning the new south Haas tournament uh and anytime i get to see uh satoshi kojima in the ring i am thoroughly content as well 
two things I didn't like about the match. One, Dirty have lost again. And two, Pilot Holiday got the pin. Like, dude, like, really? Holiday? Yeah, he's been getting the he's been getting the raw deal uh, yeah, since man, he came back. Like, like I, I I feel bad for him. Like I hope they're paying him well because yeah, yeah like, he's he's been like, dude, like really holiday. He's been like oh, a no. he's been almost a non-entity to begin with. Like he hasn't made too many backstage appearances. When uh, really his biggest strong suit is his character work. So like I'm surprised that he's not given the he hasn't been given the mic more. Well, one thing I heard, he has all the agility. The charisma, the body, the face, but there, there's. I've met people have mentioned that I see nothing that he's boring. I mean, I could, I could see the argument in the ring. He's boring, but like again, there's folks who he's got the personality outside of the ring to help overcome that. I think he's got a mouth to sell it. Um, yeah, well, he did all know, the coffee, coffee stuff. You know, with the yeah. Wall Street Journal things that he did. Well, and I'll, I'll throw out another guy. Like he reminds me of the Miz. Like the Miz is like, I, I don't want to throw shade at him, but he is not a t he is not a good wrestler. What? He's passable. Like he, he is passable. Like he's all right in the ring. He's going to give you a solid match, but he's not going. But but his real strength is all the stuff he's going to do surrounding the match. He, I mean, he's going to give oh, it. Love, he's going to give it. He, he's going to give it a hundred percent, no matter what. No matter what it is. But his real strength is his mouth. And his and his mind to heat up the match before it happens. Yes. That's his real strength, you know. And so by that point, you don't care that you know he's not a great worker. You're all hyped up because we, you know, you want him to get get his ass kicked. And I, I feel that I feel I feel that's that's I feel the same way about Richard Holiday. Is that his real strength is his character work. And so you need to get him a microphone. You need to get him vignettes. And if you don't do that, he can come off as pretty bland, I think. Um, and like for those of you like who don't follow him on social media, like he had a really good uh, filmed series of vignettes yes. involved him yes. going to therapy. Yes. And so like those were effing great. Yes. You know, so the dude the dude ha has a talent uh, to create. And in this case, like since they brought him back to MLW, they've not utilized it effectively. He's been like, like even when he came back, his first appearance back, he didn't say one word. Like he just held up a hat, which yes, it got a lot of heat that he held up. You know, he joined WTF, but like again, the the man's real skill is his character work, and we're not seeing it. Yeah, I mean, if you have a chance to follow him on social media. Like Cameron said, you know that that whole piece, seeing the therapist, that was gold. That shit was like perfectly done. I I love that whole thing that he did, and I love Holiday. Uh, I do too. He's a guy they I, they really should like, especially they should they should have been building building him a building around him, especially when they were starting to lose people. Yes, they lost him for a bit for whatever yeah, I, reason, but yes, like. I, but like, there's no like, there's no reason why they can't be doing something around him, or at least again giving him the microphone like yeah. that. Again, that that if, if Alex Kane, which don't get me wrong, we both love Alex Kane, but if Alex Kane can call someone a hoe every week, <laughs> Richard Holiday can say the phrase "rarefied air." Yeah, like if you can if you can make time for Alex 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 Kane promos, you, you can make time for Richard Holiday. They, 
Yeah, and I'm, I don't mean this to throw shade at Alex Kane. So don't don't mis don't mistake the statement as such. But for the people, uh, I hope he takes down Francis. But that that that's that the first part of the that's the first part of the show. If you missed that, so I hope you haven't missed it. Why are you watching YouTube videos in the middle? Uh, but yeah, so tag team match was inoffensive overall outside of WTF losing again. Yeah. So their win streak is now back to zero. I mean, I I see why they would. I mean, I can see. Storyline wise, why they should lose because they're like MLW is really hyping up this Cozy Max team. Like, don't get me wrong, I love Satoshi Kojima. I, I will watch it and I'll be happy to see him. But like, I don't like world champions going for other belts. I I, th I think they should focus on you know their, their the world the world championship, which is supposed to be the most important belt in the company. And now they're going after. Other but, titles, and what happens if they lose? Like, yeah, like that makes that makes you look bad. Guys over fifty. Oh yeah, they're both. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong; like, they both can still go, but you know. So uh, what's, the, what's the point? Yeah, I, I, I really don't. I, I really don't know that, and I, and I say yeah. this as a Kojima fan. Like, yeah. I, I keep him singles, and because if one, if when Cozy Max lose, like, what does that do to the MLW Championship? Especially, I mean, granted, they'll probably have Okamura. Uh, take the fall instead of Kojima, but still, yeah. like, it, it's not a great, it, it's still a loss in the win-loss column, and I don't think that's a great look for your champion if they're taking losses. Anyways, in let's just but, jump yeah. into to the main event. Main bro, event. Fockley Brawl. Uh, wow. Jacob Fatu versus Mads Kruger. They're starting to fit the cruel name in there now, so, uh, so we'll yes. see if he gets to stay, if he'll become just cruel like he is on the Indies, or They'll try to make us say the mouthful that is Mads Cruel Kruger. Cruel, yeah. Oh, awesome match. I loved it. There was violence everywhere. We knew Fatu was going to lose this match because he already had mentioned that his contract was up with MLW. So this was going to be like, okay, we're going to do this match, you know, close the chapter on me, whatever, whatever. Awesome match. A lot of shit was going on. I thought I actually thought for a minute Fatu was gonna win because he was hitting pretty much every damn fly maneuver that he could think of. And he was still not able to pin crew. And the biggest surprise that I saw, and I, I'm still shocked every time I see it, was the fireball there at the end. Holy shit, that came out of nowhere. I didn't see that coming. And poof. And that's how he got him. I was like, wow. Like, that, I mean, like, wow. Like, they saved that for the last thing. And crew pinned him. And then to add insult to injury and close the chapter on Fatu, he brought the, the, the death squad out. They put him in a body bag. He's, he whispered something in his ear or whatever. You know, this is the last chapter. Thank you so much for what you did to us. Blah, 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 blah. And he got carried out of the ring gracefully. Like, okay, this did we put a nail on the chapter? He's done. But like the whole thing, the whole match itself, and and, and the fireball there at the end, holy crap, dude! Like that caught me out of surprise. I'm like, what? I uh, they really put perfectly. they they really put over uh, Kruger as, as a monster because yes. he did he he well one. Like outside of like one big flurry of offense for the most part, like it was almost a squash. Like overall, Fatu did not get that much offense in. 
And when he did get offense in, it really overall wasn't effective. Like, like he, he Cruel took all took all of the big moves. And one more thing, I was surprised it was a clean uh, pin. Like nobody came out to help Cruel. So, yeah, which I mean is the best decision uh, to be yeah. realistic about it, especially if if the guy if Fatu is leaving and this is going to be the last time we see him for the foreseeable future. Uh, we definitely needed a clean. Yeah. If you weren't going to put Fatu, if you weren't going to let Fatu get the win on the way out, then he needed to go. He needed to lose clean just to help put over. We'll call it for better or for worse. We'll call it his replacement. It was, yes. You know, we're not filling that shoes, but in terms of, but that's what you you really should do. If someone's leaving the company, you got to build someone up to kind of replace them on the card. There you go. And they put over Cruel as a monster because they had nothing kept him down. And then I thought it was very apropos, which it took me some time to really think about it. But I thought it was very apropos that basically the fireball was part of Fatu's downfall um, because that was a classic Joseph Samael maneuver. And, yes. and Samael and Fatu, you know, are tight. They, they you know, War Beast is a War thing Beast. outside of is a thing outside of MLW. Yeah. And then, of course, the original incarnation of Contra was primarily Fatu and Joseph Samael. And they had, you know, Gotch come in for 10 minutes and, you know, and all the other folk that they've had yeah, but like very... for, but yeah but for the most part it was Fatu. the main guys in the promos were fatu yeah. and joseph samael and samael is known for two things fireball and the spike yes and so if you weren't gonna if we weren't gonna have blood for this match we didn't need to have the spike but i thought it was apropos that the fireball was was the thing to take fatu out um <sighs> And then just to, and there's the imagery of him getting body bagged as well. Yes. It was like it was, was like I, I you know on one hand it makes me sad that that's how we're seeing Fatu leave, so he's not going to get any metaphorical flowers for it. However, again, it put Kruger over huge. And so one of the things I pose to you, um, as we start winding this thing down, what do what's next for Contra? Well, they definitely need to start bringing some. You know, new members or old members, you know, whatever they're going to do. Because, I mean, you can be having just crew by himself with 27 different, you know, guys in, in helmets. That's going to be crazy. So, hopefully, they'll start doing something with him and slowly we'll start getting away from the Japanese fandom that we, that MLW has now, where maybe during the summer, crew will get a title match. And become the MLW champion for a while, because that's got to be the ultimate goal: is him being the champion to control MLW, because that's how Jacob Fatu had it for two years. So. Yeah, um, but I'm just curious, especially with how they put Cruel over. Like, don't get me wrong; like a guy, a guy that size, like yeah, he needs to be a threat, which he wasn't in his original exactly. like, run. Like, you could say all you want, like oh, blah blah blah. Like, really, he didn't win matches. He and like he tended to get bodied an awful lot, both yes. both in the Kruger, both as Mads Kruger, and then in my uh, conspiracy board theory of uh, Grogon slash Logan Kane. Um, like it's like they didn't know what to do with him, like being like the only six foot ten guy on the roster, and he's over the, over there taking L's, like clean L's, and it's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I'm curious to see what this what this means 
as, as for the contra unit like honestly like i would almost like like for them just to bury the contra name and let cruel just be cruel um Kruger he's, be been Kruger. Carrying, he's been carrying the name in the flag in the indians for the last two years so right but but the, the, but then that fall uh, begs the follow-up question though are is contra going to actually be uh, going to have named people in it or are they going to be like the calling was originally and it was just a bunch of like nameless ghouls running around exactly. in gas mask mask which well, it, it has to be it has to be you at least have to bring at least one or two of the old members you know that that were actually doing something and then so bring some new fresh faces that he's been using in the indies down in, in southern um god i forgot the name of southern honor wrestling where he's been keeping the country in the name alive for the last two years i would love to see that but you know yeah. i don't, I I don't mean, know people people like too many new faces then i don't know who that is i don't know who that is you know type of your shit, but i love when you see new faces because you know it gives you fresh feuds fresh matches okay well this guy is new it's gonna be different so yeah. And so I a mix and, of both. And I just I mean personally I'm more like I am more of the idea that I think Kruger should go alone only for the fact like I'm not I'm not, I'm not one of those people who said oh there's too many stables mm -hmm. but there's too many there's too many stables that seem to have MLW takeover in mind. Yeah. You know, this they aren't just like the four horsemen where we're like oh we're just the best you know you know they're all like the nwo who the end goal is the destruction of the company they're working yeah. for and you know there's you know officially speaking two factions that that are running that you know right now in the form of wtf and promotion Dorada. we'll see what's going on with azteca lucha but you know el jefe at one point was stay it was attempting to stage a hostile takeover exactly. of mlw as well and then obviously contra took over mlw for like six months yeah you know, like like actually took over mlw and we were just stuck with uh the anthology series and whatnot as contra controlled mlw yeah. tower in new york uh so like I, I just feel like right now ml like one there's not enough babyface stables to kind of counteract things two like right now almost all the heel stables outside of the calling are really just trying to and whatever Deppens group you want to call them like everybody else is like seems like are, are bent on the destruction of mlw and i feel like that gimmick is played out Ooh, and you said something right now who is the baby face of the company like who's I, the main baby face of mlw right now i mean we could still try to yeah and th th that's a valid point we could try to argue alex kane is um we could try like at a certain level you would have we would have to argue that satoshi kojima is just because he's the world champion and and really like and even if we want to play stickler with it how much of a baby face is alex kane even like even like when he was like even as he's getting over as a face he's still very much a heel, a heel. He, yes. he, he he cut promos like a heel yeah. like, so he, that's like, what it, it popped in my head like no like hammer yeah, done one you know, yeah, he was like the big, big main guy there. They, for they a made while. him like Hulk Hogan for, for a while. Yeah, you know, I don't know what's going on with Good Brother Number Three slash Mance Warner. Like he may be gone again. I don't know. Uh, we haven't seen either one of those identities with the Second Gear crew in yeah. a bit. You know, yeah. Th then they are kind of lacking on the babyface side as well. So I mean, and even if with uh, Cesar Duran, like him working 
babyface right now with the luchadores i we, we're not seeing we're not seeing a consistent base of luchadores to really say like that that is our guy that is yeah. there there's no baby face that we're building the company around and i know some and I know some and some companies yes like like our heel territories like the nwa was famously a heel territory but they also had like a handful of strong baby faces who could come in and knock the chance well primarily rick flair knock him down a peg or two you know they yeah. they push they, you know luger was chasing for a bit sting was chasing for a bit you always had dusty Rhodes doing whatever dusty Rhodes wanted to do you know they were working on magnum ta before his tragic accident like they, they had guys that you could that were like ready ready to go and you could plug in the main he, event he spot yeah turning away hr face you know so like that's the and so like yeah even if we're going to be heel heavy like you got to have yeah you do have to have, you, you have to have a strong you know opposition for it regardless yeah. of what side overall uh yeah and actually that's a very good point that i haven't truly thought of in a bit is yeah like there really isn't a strong it just popped in my head when you were doing your thing i mean hold up uh, are there any like baby face guys because i don't remember in that one like strong guy by himself who's a baby face there in the company the last yeah. one was hammerstone yeah uh, and like he's a... gone so i'm yeah. like well, hold up who's, who's behind him I'm like i don't know who the hell it was yeah, as I said, especially with Kane, Kane wandering in like tweener territory. Like, yes. yes, they've built a lot around him, but like he's always kind of had. He's always I won't call him necessarily like a Steve Austin, but he's always had an edge to him where he like we cheered him, but he was still kind of a dick bag. Yeah, uh, he's still <laughs> heel. Yeah, it's just that he kind of cleaned up his act a little bit, but he's like his promos never really changed. He just stopped overtly cheating outside of having Mr. Thomas interfere occasionally. <laughs> but yeah, there, but yeah, but the, yeah, you point out there's really no strong baby, like real strong baby faces that we say like, that's going to be a guy that's going to mount like opposition to whatever's going on. Cause again, like we have Satoshi Kojima, but like, I, I don't know what they're, uh, the, uh, the, I don't know sure what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what they're doing with him, especially now that he's with cozy max. And yeah. I, yeah, I don't know how long, like how long he's going to, you know, come in for them. And and even then, like no offense intended, but like if if you're gonna build like build around him, we're gonna have to figure out some some way to like make promos a bit better, so we're not just yeah. relying on the feel good. I love bread, which I love. Don't get me wrong, but that doesn't. But just because I'm entertained in the moment doesn't necessarily mean that's a good direction for the company. Uh, I, I, I will note that I am not too. very good at EWR and TEW, the wrestling sim games. Um, I, I yeah. also love bread, so yeah. Yeah, uh, but again, and, yeah. but yeah, so like, so yeah, they they are definitely kind of lacking strong baby faces, and so yeah, I'm very much curious. Like now that you mentioned it, I'm curious to see like we'll say who's the number one baby face contender for the title. Like when Kojima drops it, whether you know he drops it to Suzuki, which I don't think that's happening. But you know, I I don't know. I don't. I definitely don't see this being a long term title run. Yeah. Which so, I uh, deep thought questions. So. Hey, who do you guys think should take over the babyface side in MLW? Hit us up in the comment section below. Uh, you know, of course, hit like, subscribe. You know, if there's anything else you need to complain about, about hit up some of the comment section too. We I'll gladly rattle on incoherently forever. Hit us up on the other social medias if you so desire. I'm at the Nova Cast, like on the screen, and down at the bottom in the scrolling, we got Urban Wrestling NW. We're all over the place. We're on Instagram. We're on the Twitter. I'm on Blue Side for some odd reason. I'm on TikTok as well. It's crazy go nuts. Uh, you know, 
but you know hit us up on there be sure to like follow subscribe all that sort of fun stuff let us know what we did right let us know what we did wrong give us good booking ideas for uh when, yes. we, when we form our own stable and launch a hostile takeover of mlw starting this may brother jack dude uh all that sort of thing so in the meanwhile i'm rob cammer host of the mlw confusion podcast course muffins martinez the uh real host with the most as i figure out which direction i'm supposed to be pointing with the screens either way you know thank you all for watching and we'll catch you all probably in two weeks yes deuces